Congratulations! You're listening to a Radio One ninety one FM podcast. Right, right now, I'm joined by Colleen Green. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. How are we today? Doing good. How are you? I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad at all. Thank you for joining me. Um, right, you're extremely anticipated follow up to I Want to Grow Up from 2015, especially by me, uh, is out now. It's called Call. Um, now, you wanted to grow up, and I guess, you know, you have. And this record call speaks a lot about the things that you have, you know, faced growing up, the ideas and opinions you have formed in the past six years. The question is, though, kind of like, what is cool? What, is, what does cool represent on the record? Um, on this record, I think the idea of cool is represented by uh, – Ideas like just being yourself and just trying to be a kind person, trying to mm. just be comfortable um, doing your own thing and, uh, you know, realizing that that's okay. You can do your own thing and you don't have to do um, the things that society maybe wants you to do or the things that you feel like society wants you to do. Um, yeah. yeah, just living your life, you know. Yeah, because I mean, cool, cool has always been this kind of social construct, but it's kind of, it shouldn't be. It should be just whatever you feel comfortable is you being cool within yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, this, this record's made up of lots of observations on marriage, social media, codependency, happiness, life. Um, there's growth in South in this record, but... Uh, you also point out that there are, you know, you're still trying to figure things out, which I think, you know, we always really kind of do. I, I, for my mind, you get to like 25 years old and it's kind of you forever in a way, uh, but with more knowledge as you grow older. And records like you can kind of help inform other people's opinions in, in a way or help them inform their own. Uh, and I'm sure music, music has done that for you yourself in the past. Some songs are quite old on this record, some new, um, but they've kind of been around for a bit, some of these songs, right? Yeah. Bouncing back and forth around in my head. Yeah. So, I mean, this is this is a you over the course of, what, six years? The six years? Or did we go further in time? Yeah, probably a couple of them I had been playing around with before I started writing I Want to Grow Up mm-hmm. um, and didn't really flesh them out until... A couple years ago, but a lot of the songs have just been even just the beats of those songs are. Uh, I have demos that date back to like 2013 on some of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's really early. Like that's for you. That's kind of when you started first dropping music. I think. Oh no, a bit earlier than that. But um, you know, I mean, so when you look when you listen to these songs back to yourself now, and some of them are quite old, and the observations you made in the past and stuff are they just all truth to power for you now? Yeah, I mean, they really didn't come together until more recently. I'd say 2017 is when I sat down and started actually writing the lyrics and writing everything in earnest. Um, in the years prior to that, it was mostly just like me playing playing around on the guitar, noodling over my drum machine beats. Um, but yes. the concepts and themes, I didn't really start. They don't. They didn't really start coming together for real until a couple years ago. So. Do you still yeah. have that drum machine, that original one? 
I do still have it, but it stopped working um, <laughs> in like 2016, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you still got yeah. it though. You know, could you still just yeah. like, could you still just go to a show with a backpack on a bus? <laughs> I could, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of my favorite bands of all time, Lagwagon. I'm not sure if you know. You may know Lagwagon. Yeah. 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 One of my. Uh, um, and you have a song, um, you know, I Want to Be a Dog, um, which isn't necessarily saying you want to be a dog, but it's kind of a metaphor for a lot of things. But, I mean, did you form, you know, did you look at a dog one day and you thought, I want to be a dog? Wait, there's a song in that. Yes. <laughs> um, that's also, I'm lazy. I, I definitely may have been influenced by that song because I love Trashed and uh, yes. I am with- um, I like I prefer the term indulgent, but I do have a tendency to be a little bit lazy. And uh, yeah, it, it happened from observing lives of dogs that I lived with, but wasn't responsible for. They were mm-hmm. maybe my roommate dogs, and it was always the same. Like we would just be laying around together all day, like waiting for somebody to get home so we could play. Yeah. So kind of yeah, that's where that song came from. Nice, nice. And maybe a little bit of Trashed. Uh, what an album. What a fantastic yeah. album. I listen to it almost daily because I'm going through a midlife crisis. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just revisiting all the albums I listen to. as, And I keep saying that I'm revisiting them now, but I've been listening to them again for the last five years. Um, now, you you enlisted help on, on this record. Um, you know, you, you've got the, the producer who produced The Strokes and Blonde Redhead and Heinz. Uh, you know, he, he brought in Aqua, who produced for Rockefeller Records, and you got a jazz musician, Brendan, who once played uh, and opened for Tom Petty, played the cowbell in a reggae band. Um, now, <laughs> that's quite a mix. Um, you yeah. know, what, are the, what, what, are the, what do these three uh, bring to this project? Um, well... I loved those first two Strokes records that Gordon mm. did. Yes. <clears throat> and um, one of the things I really liked about that sound is that you could, or at least I could never really tell if it was a drum machine or a live drummer playing. And I love that because I knew that I wanted live drums on this record, but I always used a drum machine yeah. and all my demos still with drum machines. So I basically said, I want it to sound just like these demos, except... I want a human playing them. So that's kind of where Gordon came in. Cause I knew he would just, he would be able to just kill it in that regard. And like, I knew that his aesthetic was kind of the same as mine, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. lo-fi dirty, but still polished and, yeah. and like beautiful. So um, yeah, that's what he brought. And uh, Aqua is, is my friend actually, but he was a big strokes fan as well. So he was really excited to work with Gordon. Um, and he kind of just was like our consultant, like he wanted to hang out with Gordon and witness <laughs> the process. Yeah. And so he got to just chill and, uh, offer his input, which I really respect. Yeah. Um, the big synth guy. So he helped a lot with like all the Moog and, um, different synth stuff that we had on that record. 
Um, and then Brendan is just a close friend of mine and uh, he's an amazing drummer. And I knew that he would be the one that could do that human metronome, human drum machine thing and really nail it. So, and, and he did. Yeah. Yeah. Have you kind of made the record though in, in the way that you could still play it live by yourself with a drum machine? Um, some songs, yeah, not all the songs, but yeah, some of them, probably half, I can, I can totally do, and it's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you play along a, a lot with the structure of songs. You don't follow traditional paths on this record, uh, for the most part. And why would you really? Let's be honest. Uh, do you, do you like the idea that music doesn't have to be formulaic? Oh yeah, I love that. That's one of yeah, that's one of the things that I love about music is it can be it can be anything you want. And that's something that I kind of realized when I was writing my first album, My Logos to Compton. And uh kind of from that day forward, um, I've just always kept that in mind whenever I'm writing. Like, yeah, sometimes it is you're writing something and you think, Oh, this doesn't have a chorus though, or like maybe it's a bridge or mm. whatever. The but it really doesn't. It doesn't have to be anything. It can be whatever you want. It's not yeah. an objective process. So that's it's something that I love about music. Yeah, that's great. And I guess that's uh, you know you're on hardly art, and they probably allow you to be able to do that. You know, a lot of majors and stuff like that would be like a nudes to you need to have that three and a half minute track. You know, chorus blah 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 blah. <laughs> not that you you know you have got a couple of them on the song on the album they're great they're amazing um, <laughs> now your life has changed a lot since um the recording of this record the record was released uh, you're back on the east coast you're back home um you know colleen green music was born on the west coast um what, what do you think the you know the move and the times will mean for your music going forward I have no idea. That's I kind good. of, uh, I'm kind of just gonna um, take it day by day and see what happens. I have no plans. I have no like, um, I don't know. I I have no uh, ideas of what's gonna happen. I'm just kind of like trying to live my life and yeah. whatever happens happens. Good, good. No structure to songs. Whatever happens, happens. I love it. Uh, <laughs> that's so great. Um, now, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up Blink-182 uh, or 182, however you want to say it. Because um, I remember... I like 182. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Me too. Because like, when I first listened to um, I Want to Grow Up, when it came out, I don't know how, it got sent to us here in Dunedin in New Zealand. Uh, the, the CD did, and I fell in love with it straight away, and I played it a lot. Um, and then I looked back at your stuff, and I found that um, that cover of Eminem um, from Cheshire Cat, which was one of my favorite records. Um, mm-hmm. and, and now you've done this covers album of Dude Ranch, which is your favorite Blink record. Um, totally my second favorite. After that, kind of, I just kind of waned. But I'm one of those people that stopped after 1999, <laughs> which has been a big problem for punk, for punk bands. Uh, anyway, so um, I just want to know, especially off those first two records, or maybe the third one as well, Mark or Tom? <laughs> um, I I'm gonna have to go with Tom. Same. Uh, <laughs> If I'm 
if you if I must choose, yeah, I I would. Um, I mean, I think Mark, um, his songs are are more of like the poppier songs, um, and he wrote a lot of the the bigger like radio friendly, like yeah. just like like he wrote, you know, "Damn It" is like a Mark song, obviously, but uh. I, I just like the way Tom writes songs and you know, it's a Tom song when he starts that like that, like Tom DeLong shredding. That's so um, quintessentially him and that only he can do. Um, yeah. And that's something I think made Blink-182 really original uh, in those days. And um, he is missed. He totally is missed, and and we and I'm so happy to hear that Mark uh, is cancer free at the moment, which is awesome. Yes, yes, so good, so good, and because I, I know you guys text each other, so um, hope yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that's great because um, I agree with with the Tom thing because especially those two first records because they they were quite bratty, and he was the more brattier one, you know. Totally good. I had to yeah. I had to ask that as just as a Blink One Eight Two fan and as a Colleen Green fan, just yeah. So I knew we were on the same have page. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, great. Well, um, thank you so much for taking the time out to speak to us this morning. The album is available on Bandcamp. Always use Bandcamp. Always go to Bandcamp, but hardly art as well. Uh, you can get it on vinyl, CD, tape, and digi. Or oh, no, no eight track, but that's alright. I don't think anyone's got an eight track record. Uh, air track player um but hey uh, yeah thank you so much for taking the time out um the record is fantastic i really thoroughly enjoy it um as i said before i've been anticipating and waiting a long time like some other people have but you do what you do and you should do what you do um so i'm just so glad it's out and thank you for taking the time to speak once again me too thanks for having me you're more than welcome Radio 191 FM podcast. Find more at r1.co.nz.